0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Storm Door Weather Podcast. This is episode 261. I'm Randall. I'm Corey. And this is the happy spring. Spring sprung. Spring sprung. Went about, what, four twenty twenty-four today or something? I could feel it. Wow. I mean, oh, I heard the birds, too. Spring must have sprung. And yeah, it yeah. was
1: a little warmer today, but not.
0: Oh, my gosh. But it could be. Well, I mean, did you see what our weather station said this mm. morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. 14.7 degrees. That's degrees. crazy. On s- the spring. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in this cold snap, man. We have. It's been chilly. We were we
1: were warm for a week or so before we opened out at Silver Dollar City. And then come Silver Dollar City opening day, it rained and it was just cold ever since. We've had bouts of warmer days but nothing like in the 70s or anything like that since we've opened yeah and then uh we're closed for a couple of days this week and sure enough that wednesday we're closed 70 72 degrees <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and cloudy and, yeah. and then i mean and we've got potential for heavy rain. I want you look in your model minute a little bit later but yeah we got stuff to talk about there um could you find your way over here today? Because it, uh, I couldn't find my way home from work. It was a little better coming over here, but it was pretty, pretty smoky out there. It is smoky, and like a couple of people are saying, "Oh, it's just fog." It's like, no, it's not just fog. It's not fog at all. No, this is smoke. And what what happened was, I was going to our uh, normal smoke site, which is fire.airnow.gov, and it it was down. It wasn't listed, can't find it, whatever. So I went to another source, uh, Springfield News Leader, and I thought, oh, that's cool. And then I looked at it and it had, you know, the smoke and everything and I posted it. And then I went back after I posted it, I was looking at the the time and I didn't see any time update and I didn't see any date. And I thought, because it said it updated every hour, but there was no stamp and I thought, you know, I'm just, I'm losing confidence in that. So uh, I went and uh, our site, the fireairnow.gov, loaded up and it was a completely different smoke map. Hmm. And I thought, mm, this ain't right. So I took down the other one and made an explanation. But I don't know why our smoke map was down. But if you saw it, it's just, it's basically Eastern Missouri with just a little notch from Springfield to Branson and uh, down in Arkansas. I, what did. Taney County? Say I, f- I forgot.
1: Oh, um, well, they're
0: doing some prescribed
1: burns over Mark Twain National Forest over on the Glade Top Trail. So it's just smoky all over there. And there's yeah. there's fires down in Arkansas. You know, it was windy today. It was coming up. I mean, it was just you know a smoky day. I didn't realize it until you texted me something about it, and then my wife Shara texted me. It sure is smoky out here. Uh, and then I walk outside about fifteen minutes later, and I could start seeing smoke in the in the uh, distance, and it's getting closer, and then I start to smell it, and, and it's getting closer, and yeah. now I smell
0: like smoke. <laughs> yeah, we all do, and uh, the the funny thing is I was doing fine allergy-wise until that smoke went in, and yeah. I just started sneezing. I keep thinking,
1: man, this has to be so healthy to breathe in because oh. it doesn't, you know, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's making me sneeze, and it's making my eyes water a little bit. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, did you see some of those pictures some people are posting pictures of the sun almost blocked yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. That's crazy. Yeah. So I wasn't sure about northeast Oklahoma, but on that on our that one site, you can see the little burns that they have going. So I'm glad someone actually spoke up and said what it was. And of course there is little to no moisture in the air. We're in uh, the influence of high pressure. I checked the what's called the precipitable water uh, parameter on Storm Prediction Center, and it's like point three, which is very, very, very dry. And uh, we got some showers coming up from Oklahoma. That could change. Yeah, I think I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow. We're gonna check in a little bit in a minute, but uh, yeah, today's high, uh, normal high, Springfield, sixty and thirty-seven. Next week, sixty-three. It really jumps and thirty-nine, but you know, we need to get out of this here. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it be awful if we had all this smoke and then all of a sudden the rain? It would coat everything, wouldn't it? The last two rains have
1: have really dirtied up my car. Oh, yeah? They have. I don't know if it's... I don't think it was like a smoke thing, but it was a lot of dust in the atmosphere that, at that time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's that time of year. Winds are blowing. There's, there's dust. I don't see any... Uh, no, I think it's too early for any Saharan, you know, air layer dust oh, yeah. coming in yet, but uh yeah, we'll I get there it. pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, and
0: well this one is the uh Canadian <coughs> excuse me, the Canadian high. That's why it's so cold. Right? Yeah. And it's gonna be kind of moving over or whatever. So uh yeah, I'm really curious on the rain and everything. So let's go ahead and get to your segment so we can figure out some stuff here. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah, it is Corey's Model Minute, and there's tons of stuff I want to know. So why don't you just go for it and... The models look pretty uh, accurate, in my opinion, for the Ooh. next
1: few days anyway. Oh, good.
0: Okay. What's going you
1: know, on? Look like some showers are developing tomorrow. Nothing severe, kind of spotty, maybe even a little heavier to our... South and east tomorrow. Uh, well, there's a chance of some heavy stuff over us too for a little bit. Uh, not looking at crazy amounts or anything like that. So, start time would be around 15 Z. So, what time is that? 10 a.m. Yeah, t- 10 a.m. Are we that's did you do five hours? Yep, we're yeah. at five hours, five now. hours as of last week. Yeah, and uh, we're going. Past that, it, it doesn't linger. But uh, Thursday, Thursday looks interesting.
0: Yeah, let, let's go into that. Because I've been hearing heavy rain possible. <sighs> well, I'm hearing heavy
1: rain possible Thursday night. Now, if you okay. notice on the Storm Prediction Center, they're more concerned with Oklahoma and Arkansas on there. Did you see that? Yeah.
0: Not, not like so a, much here. Day four and five or something, yeah.
1: But it looks like, and this is the GFS. It's my, it's just the default on my thing uh it looks like some of the heavier stuff is going to be through missouri and not through arkansas and oklahoma at all maybe later on the initial line looks like it's going through missouri which is stronger maybe later on we're talking central and eastern arkansas there's another line that develops but you mean by later on you mean like thursday night to friday um, or yeah 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 exactly exactly Because, you know, one day, I think the day, was it day four, had a Oklahoma, more of Oklahoma, and then later on, had the oh, next yeah. day, had Arkansas or something like that. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Day four. Of course, today's
1: Monday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Oklahoma down in Texas, and then day five is uh, Louisiana. So that's exactly what it is. It's just okay. redeveloping and, you know, the next
1: day. But, yeah, Thursday could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine we'll be at least in marginal, don't you? I, I, by well, the I, way, this I'm looks, ready. Yeah, I mean we're, it's that time of year. You just gotta keep an eye on the Storm Prediction Center. You know, every yeah. day we're we're in storm season now, right?
0: They, yeah, they've pretty much nailed it. The last few times we've seen because it's almost like a weekly event. Now we're seeing day four, day five, and when it gets there, they start, you know, in eventually enhanced and sometimes moderate risk,
1: right? And there's spotty showers all the way through the, the rest of the loop, but there's nothing significant on here that makes me think, hmm, we need to keep an eye on that. Okay. Just
0: spotty stuff. Do you right? have any idea of rain amounts, what GFS is saying? Because um, I'm hearing some pretty brave well, totals. this, I mean, <sighs> three inches,
1: maybe oh. even more. Wow. Wow, okay. I hate to say that I don't. I don't want the rain right now. I think we're, no. I mean, rain's fine, but I want it spread out. I no longer like heavy, heavy rain just because it affects my job a little bit. So
0: it does, uh,
1: but uh, it affects my legs because I have to take a lot more stairs when it rains.
0: Hmm.
1: But uh, that's what we're looking at. Have you looked at the? Uh, The seven-day QPF lately? Uh, I have not. I did yesterday, but I I I can bring it up on the Stormdar site right real real fast. What storm? You mean our website? Uh, Yeah, Stormdarweather.com. Wow, we still have our website.
0: Um,
1: a lot of the heavier stuff is now in the Boot Hill of Missouri, on into Illinois and Indiana. So we're really... Oh wow. Okay. Not too shabby. Two inches. So uh, that's a downgrade from what it was.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Well, and I heard one of the t- television personalities was saying like four and a half inches for brains. So I thought that's that's a little much, I, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> that that
1: that same personality
0: probably does that a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If it's yeah, I think we know the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly downgrading after that. Well, and again, it's it's a week out. We're talking like a seven day total. Sure. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm looking but right now. But then again, I don't see a
1: whole lot behind this after after t- Tuesday, which pe- it's probably already Tuesday if people are listening to this. Yeah. And Thursday, maybe some lingering stuff into Friday. Next seven days. Don't see a lot, so I guess they're kinda of just talking about these two little systems.
0: Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Because Icerman has finally kind of dried out a little bit, so it's playable. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's spring though. Now now we're there we're officially in spring.
0: Yes. Get
1: used to the wet. Get used to the wind. Oh my gosh. March is supposed to be the windiest
0: month, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I thought. Did it come in like a lamb this time?
0: I really don't remember. You know, I can't remember. It, it It's either one. It was an extreme. It was either really warm or it was really cold. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and yeah, check. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. Okay. I'll write that down on my thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the forecast grid for Branson, like, just like you're saying, uh, showers increasing Thursday. I, I'm not talking about tomorrow's system. But, but then Thursday night, heavy rain. And then Friday, and on the thermals, Wednesday is supposed to be 71, and windy, of course. Uh, Thursday, 71. Friday, 61. Saturday, 65. Sunday, 68. And then Monday, 59. Got a little bump down there. But still, that's more, that's more where it should be on averages, I think.
1: And I'm looking at the hourly here on the Thursday. Start off at 6 a.m., 30% chance of a rain. And then they introduce... Chances of lightning, oh, throughout the morning, still thirty percent chance up until ten o'clock when it soars to eighty percent chance oh, of wow. rain and thunderstorms. So, uh, just have to keep an eye on that situation and chances of thunder. Do the night basically?
0: Yeah, I mean it's there. I like you said. I most of the SPC stuff is focused down southwest and south of us, right? But We'll, see, we'll to see
1: what it says uh, overnight on the updates.
0: Yep. Yep. Could get so a, a nice. A, uh, I
1: mean, we've seen it before where they totally shift and everything changes. Yeah.
0: I think you and me both, we see it and it's like, I hope it shifts to the north. And yeah. it generally does it a does. little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Is that all your model minute? That's my model five minutes. Five. five. I love it. All right. Well, let's get to the next segment. Yeah, other than the smoke, (laughs) that's really irritating everyone. Uh, Can't do much about that one. Uh, But we can do stuff about the pollen report. Uh, Just looking, today uh, was high. I mean, uh, Tuesday is medium. Wonder why. And they have. Wednesday and Thursday is high. But Thursday, if it's going to rain, I'm not too sure. In Friday, medium-high, it says the predominant pollens are elm, juniper, and ash. So I guess ash is out there. Um, the thing that I don't like, is I keep seeing, is juniper. I don't know. What, what is juniper? Uh, cypress. That's what it is. I looked it up the other day. Oh, yeah. Gary and I were talking about different trees, and he's smart in trees. I don't know trees.
1: One of my sites calls it cypress. This one calls it juniper, but it's the same thing. Same. Okay. Yeah. So...
0: But that's, at least it's not cedar yet.
1: Yeah, we're getting there. That's what makes my car all yellow. Yeah. Um, especially if you have a dark-colored car. Yeah.
0: That, that's why I think it's funny. It's like we get a nice pollen dump, and then a big rainstorm right. comes in. All, all the mess. little uh, streams going out to the road are all yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bleh. yeah, No, yucky, yucky. Okay, well, it's time to get to the weather school. And you know what? We- I think oh. I'm going to add something.
1: What? Oh, you're going to add? Okay. Hey, you have a drop for this. It's called the bird watching
0: report. Uh, I do. Why not? Here, let me try to. You better find that. I found it. Let's do that. The storm Dar bird watching report. So you have something on the
1: birds? Well, I was not here last week. I was uh, off on spring break. But during last week, I got a report from my friend Randy Bagby down in Waco, Texas, where he's already got hummingbirds which is early this year for him, even in Waco. Oh, yeah. It's way down south.
0: Wow. So,
1: But that was last week, and it usually takes us two weeks to get him up here. Now, we're in a cold snap, so I don't know if that's going to happen. So generally, on a normal year, we are still, what was today? Today is the Uh, 20th. Oh, yeah, so we're way early. Way. We still have 11 (laughs) days left of March, Uh and then they usually show up right around tax day, April 15th. These hummingbirds are already in Waco, wow. so they're on the move. So spring has sprung down there for sure, definitely. So if we warm up, we are going to have some seventies. Uh, this weekend's looking sunny in the sixties.
0: Oh know wow! What?
1: We're just going to have maybe we're going to get them a little early this year. So I'm going to keep an eye on. I might even put a feeder out first week of April this year. We'll see because you when they what? come up that early in Waco. It's
0: almost to the dot two weeks before they get here. So. And they've already seen them last week. Yeah, it was last week. So that's the 13th. Yeah. Whoa. So the so. 20th, of, yeah,
1: end of March, man.
0: Uh-huh. Wow. So uh- t-
1: tell your mama to get ready for some hummingbirds.
0: Mom, get your feeders out. I'm going to come right. up there next week. We'll get your feeders ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hummingbirds. I love them.
0: Oh, they're so cute. Except, no. no what's his name? Hen- Henry? Henry the hummingbird. Yeah, the, the, the mean one.
1: Yeah, he's just, he's territorial. I mean, he wants (laughs) all the food to himself. Of course. He'll sit in the tree right next to it and he'll attack anything that comes near my hummingbird feeder.
0: You don't have a pellet gun. You don't want to kill him. Oh, well.
1: No, I wouldn't do a thing
0: like that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, in my mom, I went up, we cleaned up my mom's uh, wren houses. She said the wrens are are looking around already. And uh, she got a couple of bluebirds houses and the nests and stuff got those already so it is spring it's coming in uh-oh well i have breaking bro- news oh uh-oh. uh-oh what um well gotta make a drop I, for that I, you do
1: actually i i had my breaking news i don't know what i did with it, <laughs> Here Cor- it is. Corey dropped his breaking news Here, i dropped my breaking news <laughs> Actually, we probably do have a drop for this one. Do you have the La Nina drop? Oh, you don't. I think I do.
0: El Nino. Well, that's the opposite (laughs) of La Nina. Right. Well, I I group it all together. So it's El Nino. So, okay. So what's up with El Nino?
1: La Nina has ended. What? La Nina is over. Oh. What was it? A triple dipper La Nina? It's done. It was
0: forever. It's done. Oh, my gosh. We have no La Nina. So the La La Nina advisory has been dropped. (laughs) After three consecutive years of an
1: unusually stubborn La Nina pattern, it has officially ended. And according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric
0: Administration...
1: El Nino is on the way.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, I don't have, Wait. Oh, El Nino. So that's going to really... El Nino
1: is on the way, which could mean a less active Atlantic hurricane season, but a more active season for the Pacific. Oh. And another spike in global temperatures. Oh. So, that don't that and if you don't know la nina is associated with a band of warm ocean water that forms in the central and eastern pacific ocean which has consequences for weather patterns all over the earth
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's all it's it's called a teleconnection and we look at el nino la mm-hmm. nina so wow Three so years. the climate
1: prediction center right now they say the neutral conditions what's it La Nada La mm-hmm. they are in place right now and are expected to last through early summer in the northern hemisphere for the first time since the initial La Nina advisory was issued in September 2020
0: Yep Yep I knew it was 3 years of this La Nina Wow The uh,
1: the CPC wow. also uh, Says the forecast now favors El Nino forming during the summer of 2023 and persisting at least through the fall.
0: Okay. So
1: it's something to watch for those El Nino lovers.
0: It's been a while since we've had an El Nino. It's been years. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. Because, see, now the last three winters, we've had some snow. We've had some cold. So the El Nino may be warmer. It could be. Could be. We need to delve into that in the summer. But no more La Niña.
1: Oh well, I wish we had some goodbye La Niña memory, you know, like a montage we could put on Facebook. It's three well, years. you're the video
0: guy, so I'll let you it's do three that. Years. <laughs> La I know. Well, I'm sure we could do something. <laughs> let me let me work on it.
1: It will be interesting to see how it affects our hurricane season. Actually,
0: very much. And you even mentioned the Saharan. Dust, you know, because yeah. it's so dry right now. That's another
1: thing that could squash that development.
0: Hmm. Any any word on the... You, you'd you mentioned, like, the hurricane people talking about stuff. I haven't heard a thing. Okay. Maybe it's too early for that. I know. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah. March, so it's it probably is. We're getting That's... there, though. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're chocked full of information. I like that. Mm. Well, I with went to smoke. Okay. Well, now I think it's time to get to the weather school. And since it is spring, officially spring, that is, uh, I mean, a severe weather awareness week was the 6th of March, but we're going to drop the watches and warnings. There's all types of watches and warnings. You need to know the difference between a watch and a warning, which one you really need to pay attention to. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Today's topic is all about watches, warnings, and advisories. What do they mean? How they could impact you, and what you can do to keep your family safe. The National Weather Service has issued tornado watch number 103. The National Weather Service in Detroit, Pontiac has issued a flash flood warning. The National Weather Service in Chicago has issued a severe thunderstorm warning. The National Weather Service in Duluth has issued a blizzard warning. There's quite a wide variety of watches and warnings and advisories, and they're all issued by the National Weather Service offices in the United States. But let's focus on probably the most common watches out there, and especially in the springtime. They're the Severe Thunderstorm Watch and the Tornado Watch. These two particular watches are issued by a branch of the National Weather Service called the Storm Prediction Center, and they're located in Norman, Oklahoma. This is their only job, to keep watch over atmospheric conditions in the lower 48. Whenever they see a cold front coming or something dynamic that's going to create hazardous weather conditions, such as severe thunderstorms or tornadoes, it's their job to map out where they think this is going to happen, the magnitude of the potential risk, and the time frame that this could occur. Let's focus on the severe thunderstorm watch right now. A severe thunderstorm is defined as either wind speeds in excess of 58 miles an hour, or hail larger than one inch in diameter. A severe thunderstorm could contain both of these hazards, but sometimes you just get a gust front that's really, really strong, or sometimes it's just a hail event, and that depends on how the atmosphere structure is set up. One of the key ingredients in a severe thunderstorm is wind shear, and that is winds going different directions with height. So at the surface, you could have south winds go up about 3,000 feet, and the winds could turn. They could be from the southwest or the west, or even higher, they could turn even more. But if there's not a lot of wind shear upstairs, then the atmosphere doesn't have the ability to twist. Therefore, the tornado risk is rather low. So that's why they would only issue a severe thunderstorm watch for the potential for very large hail or damaging winds. Now, on the flip side of that, we have the Tornado Watch. The Tornado Watch encompasses exactly the same thing as a severe thunderstorm watch would, except for the fact that there is very strong wind shear upstairs, and the atmosphere will have the capability of twisting. So they will outline an area of the greatest potential for tornadic supercells to develop. These severe thunderstorm and tornado watches issued by the Storm Prediction Center are usually popped between six and eight hours before the actual event takes place. An average watch box would cover about 25,000 square miles, and that's roughly about half the state of Iowa. The Storm Prediction Center does not issue severe thunderstorm or tornado warnings. Those are handled by the local National Weather Service offices. The severe thunderstorm and tornado watches are to alert the local offices and emergency managers of the potential for hazardous weather developing later that day. So when the watch goes into effect, the National Weather Service starts monitoring atmospheric conditions locally and watches radar. We get a lot of information from radar and storm spotters who are out watching the weather, and they can report back to the National Weather Service with hail reports, flooding or high winds. They even report sightings of funnel clouds, and that would prompt the National Weather Service locally to pop a tornado warning for that area, or just a severe thunderstorm warning if there's no rotation detected. The severe thunderstorm and tornado watches and warnings are just two of many, many types of weather hazards the National Weather Service will issue watches, warnings, and advisories on. Another big one is the flash flood watch and the flash flood warning. More people are killed by flash flooding than lightning or tornadoes. So let's explore some other watches, warnings, and advisories. In the winter, we have the freeze watch and the freeze warning. The freeze watch in the fall indicates temperatures are expected to get well below freezing for several hours and that will in turn end the growing season. In the fall, freeze warnings are usually issued only once. But in the spring, freeze warnings are issued after the growing season has started back up again, so people can take precautions to protect plants that could be affected by the sub-freezing temperatures. The precursor to a freeze watch and a freeze warning is a frost advisory. That's when temperatures are only expected to get around 32 degrees, maybe 30 degrees, and the hardy vegetation will be able to withstand those cold temperatures, but the sensitive plants won't be able to. Also, in the winter season, there's the winter storm watch and the winter storm warning. These are issued when heavy snow is expected to develop and make travel very, very difficult. And the most intense. Watch or warning issued by the National Weather Service in the wintertime is the ice storm warning. Ice storms cause devastation, power outages, and travel is almost impossible. So if you happen to get under an ice storm warning, you really need to take precautions to prepare for the potential of several days without power or water. Other types of watches and warnings and advisories include fire The red flag warning is very common, usually when low humidities and very high winds cause grasses to dry out and any fire can quickly get out of control. In the summertime, heat is a big killer. So the National Weather Service will issue heat advisories or excessive heat warnings. So the bottom line, it really doesn't matter what time of year it is or where you live in the United States. At some point, you're probably going to be under some kind of watch warning or advisory. And, they should not be taken lightly. You should always have an emergency preparedness kit handy. Your kit should include water. One gallon of water per person per day for at least three days. Food. Keep at least three days' supply of non-perishable food. A battery-powered radio a flashlight with extra batteries, a first aid kit, a manual can opener for food, and make sure your cell phones are charged before the event starts. One thing a lot of people don't remember to get is medications for you and your family. The watches that are issued by the National Weather Service and the Storm Prediction Center give you a heads up that dangerous weather could occur later in the day. And if a warning is issued, then dangerous weather is occurring in your area and you need to take the necessary precautions to protect your life and your family. We hope we've been able to shed some light on the types of watches and warnings and what they mean so you can be better prepared in case you happen to be under one. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, weather question well that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School yeah I think somebody posted that graphic you know about about the uh, uh, what is it the, the tornado watch is like the ingredients They got the flour and the bread and the eggs I've seen two
1: I've seen one for the cupcakes the cupcakes uh, yeah. I've seen one recently for tacos
0: oh uh, taco watch
1: and taco warning <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you get a warning, that means that taco or that cupcake is ready, and it it's going to destroy your system. The taco or the cupcake. Ah, true. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Hey, you know what? I'm looking forward to. What's that? We are going to be giving a talk again. We are. Yes, April fifth at Branson Junior High.
1: Gifted and talented. Students, We're going to be talking to them about tornadoes and storms and storm safety and a little bit about how they form. And it's going to be a good old time.
0: I love doing that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm good at Q&A. You're good at presentation. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you couldn't go, and Sharon and I went to that one school, and I was so nervous, <laughs> you know. But then they just ask questions; I can answer questions oh, sure, all the time. Sure, but actually, presentations. These I kids freak might
1: up. be smarter; they're gifted. They might be smarter than us. I this. was going to say, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we better step up our game. Yeah, on. We better. <laughs> yeah, thirty of them, I think Sharon said. Yeah, that's I, gonna be fun. That's gonna be great. We yeah, got. They're new, looking forward to it. New shoe, no, shirts, new, new shoes, shoes too. No, well, we don't get to shoes yet. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm there. <laughs> Uh, speaking of shoes, guess what's headed to Florida? What is headed to Florida? Well, this is in our in other news. Uh-oh. We got some seaweed headed to Florida. A blob of seaweed? It's called. They're calling it a blob, and it's apparently gargantuan. It's huh. I mean, the, they're saying it's about twice the width of the United States.
1: <laughs> and how did this develop,
0: and why? I have no idea. What's I? What? <laughs> But everybody's talking. I assume
1: about it's it. somehow weather related. I would just, you know, why else? You know, maybe, maybe this is you know the way of saying goodbye to La Nina. I was getting ready right to say La Nina's
0: yeah. gone through. Like, okay, we can come back. <laughs> yeah. huh. But they were talking about uh, uh, on on the shores, like Miami, uh, you know, East Coast or whatever. Basically, Florida coming in, it's going to destroy those beaches if it comes completely in. Well
1: you know those those east coast beaches depending on where the tide is and i I've, I've been to the ocean just you know months ago mm. there's a lot of seaweed if that tide is low all over it was all over any everything anyway so i can just imagine what it's going to be like <laughs> when you have seaweed the size of the united states
0: coming in i can't imagine yeah you know i mean it's not here yet but they're tracking it and they say it's headed towards florida so I guess if you're going to Florida, like Miami, or uh, is Tallahassee? no Tallahassee's on the west coast. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, which one's on the on the east coast? Melbourne is. Yeah, along there. I
1: go to you know Cape Canaveral,
0: Key West, Cocoa Beach, Daytona. You know. Oh, there the, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just beware uh, and watch, watch the news because right. if this thing comes in, you may not be going to the beach. You right, can't go to somewhere. the other side of Florida. Yeah, it, it's warmer over there anyway. Yeah, the beaches are got that white sand over there, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, right where hurricanes come up. Anyway, <laughs> and the other thing I had was actually very uh, good for the residents of California. They have now rescinded. The emergency water restrictions, saying that the winter storms has boost have boosted all the the the, the, the water supply, um, the, uh, and there's going to keep going because a twelfth atmospheric river is headed into California. Now, last week we did talk about what an atmospheric river is, so uh, so if you want to know the definition, go ahead and listen to last week's podcast. It's a
1: little bit concerning. I'm gonna. I'm going to, you know, stretch this out a little bit. Yeah. Because I was, you know, you got, it's been wet for California. Not only the winter storms, but just the, you know, it seems like they're getting more rain than they've gotten in a very, very, very long time. It's insane. Yeah. So, uh, well, here's what happens on a La Nina. It affects California more than anywhere else. Oh. Because now they're expecting that wet pattern to continue, and it could be even worse then than it is now. So, that's something to watch. Oh, no. With these La Nina, or El Nino, I should say. El, El, El Nino Causes a wetter California. Yeah, because yeah. I mean they need. I mean I. I wouldn't say they need it, but there's areas over there. The lakes are disappearing.
0: Yeah, so and, maybe it'll help. And emergency restrictions. I mean, sure. I mean, they're now able to lift some of the emergency restrictions. I mean. Uh, of course, you water your lawn. You don't need to water your lawn. According to the National Weather Service in Sacramento,
1: Southern California is definitely much more impacted than anywhere else by El Nino
0: conditions bringing higher than normal precipitation. So, yeah. No, they do not need that. I mean, we're not right now. so uh.
1: That's something to keep an eye on. We're going to need an El Nino watcher. I mean, there's no advisories that I've seen yet have yummy I on mean, El-, El Nino, but it'll they'll, they'll probably get here before
0: we know it. Yeah, and you said the the neutral phase is going till early until early summer, which yeah, isn't that much. They're, they're th- expecting it to
1: develop, to develop in, in early summer, so it'll I don't know. June. I don't wow. know when they that that neutral phase starts to fade out. I don't I don't know exactly when for sure, but. Uh, Something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's going to affect us here in the Midwest, kind of. I mean, so far, the severe weather area has been in the southern states, which is kind of typical for this time of year anyway. But I think La Nina does have—they focus storms down there, and now we're going to shift. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all It's tele- been so connected. long
1: since we've had a, an El Nino— I remember El Nino for the first time when I was probably in high school or college. I would never heard of the term before. And it was like interesting things were happening because they were really hitting hitting on it on the news that I watched and on Tulsa News. And it seems like we had a big weather year that year. It really, really does. Okay. So it's something to watch. I don't know. You know, Of course, wasn't La Nina. We always said, oh, we're going to get... 10 feet of snow and this that and the other and it just depends on where that jet stream set up you know so we don't
0: know for it sure. really is because because generally what i've always said before if you get la nina we have a warmer winter well that ain't happening no nah. that's totally backwards so we because we've, we've been having i mean look what it is right now this morning was 14 degrees <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> and snow. We didn't have a terrible winter. We had warm days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad this year.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> this we had a, year. a week of sleet on the ground. The kids missed school for a week because of sleet. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: This isn't the first year we've had a whole bunch of sleet. Because no. last year, remember when I went to my mom's and it oh, sleeted? Yeah, yeah, that's when I was supposed to get bad ice. But it yeah, didn't and happen. it never did. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. Remember? Can you all hear that? Huh? I'm knocking on wood there. <laughs> Wow. And also, the last thing on this, they, they said uh, last summer was the most severe drought for California since they've been record-keeping, and that's been in 126 years. That is, last summer was the most severe drought they've ever had. Interesting. Bad, bad. Well,
1: yes. I got one thing here. Cool, the okay. National Weather Service posted some some data about winter, about what has Happened this winter in two different cities this year. They compared the winter for Philadelphia and Dallas and Mm. their snowfall. And it turns out Dallas had a snowier winter than Philadelphia.
0: No way. But get this.
1: Dallas only had 1.3 inches of snow. Philadelphia had 0.3 inches of snow this year. Oh, and that my was gosh. from the beginning of winter till March 15th. So, I'm not sure what to think of that. What's sure?
0: Dallas had an inch more snow than Philadelphia. Yeah, and Dallas didn't have a whole lot.
1: That's probably what they normally well, would get. Yeah, but, but
0: Philadelphia, that's way low, right? I I think so. Sure. I mean, we had that, that mammoth uh, lake effect snow, but that's Buffalo. That's not yeah Philadelphia or but Philadelphia or is up there. I mean, they're,
1: they're more snowy in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah. Now, I know New York City has had almost nothing in snow because it's all gone right to the north. I'll so, ask Siri what the
1: average snowfall in, okay. In, in, okay. in
0: Philadelphia. Hey, Siri. Okay.
1: Hey, Siri. What's the average yearly snowfall for Philadelphia? An average annual snowfall for Philadelphia is 24 inches from December to March. Wow. So
0: 24 versus 0.3.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 0.3. So what's up with that? It could be La
0: Nina. It could be. (laughs) be. be. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, everything's just topsy-turvy now. It is. And, and you know, and the, the gargantuan snow up there. Yeah, I haven't heard from Stewart in a while. I mean, I ever have since not the, either. the the sun rose in Utqiagvik, right? Uh, I said, yeah, uh, I get another nickel for saying that because <laughs> that's your favorite word. It really is. You know, <laughs> Utqiagvik. Okay, I get another nickel. I should do that. Okay, I need to stop talking. So that's all you got in other news. That's it. All right, it's time for the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And we're gonna toss it to Corey. So, Corey, what is this week's Stormdar Weather, weather word of the week?
1: Today's Stormdar Weather Word of the Week is Lithometeor. <laughs> Lithometeor. Wow. An atmospheric phenomena. Which affects the state of the atmosphere. That's redundant. Kind of
0: <laughs> I didn't write it. The con-
1: <laughs> They constitute dry particles that hang suspended in the atmosphere, such as dust, smoke, sand, and haze.
0: Okay. So, the, I, I'm guessing that the uh, Saharan air layer is probably they, those are lithometeors. Um, possibly these burning controlled burns are causing lithometeors to hang out and make smoke. I mean. That's what it's yeah, that's
1: what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Kind of a hazy, dirty
0: atmosphere, smoky, dusty, sandy.
1: Right. And it usually causes a pretty nice sunset. I haven't been able to get a sunset lately cuz I've been busy, but
0: You don't get it, off till 7:30, right? It makes them
1: right? for now, but it'll change okay. a little bit next oh, okay. week. Uh but uh usually it puts an orange hue in the in the uh, atmosphere for for some color, you know? Yeah. Got to have a colorful sunset.
0: Well, I tell you what, everybody including myself on Stormdart absolutely loves what the pictures you're getting in the drone. They're just oh, yeah. amazing. Fun. I mean, I've used them on some of but my I desktop. Can. You should sell those. I should. I mean, can you get is it 4K?
1: Photos aren't 4K, videos oh. 4K. Oh, okay. But yes, if I shoot video it's 4K, but pictures are even higher than that. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. So see, that's something you seriously could sell those. Yeah, National Enquirer would pay good money they, for that. I might have to call them up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, I'm. I, I just want this smoke to go away. I want smoke to go away, and I want some dry days so I can get out and actually play. So, you kind of answered that question. Don't don't <laughs> come. It's spring,
1: and we're just not getting the spring. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it all starts at 425 today. It doesn't look that bad. You get past these wet days here,
1: depending on how much wet actually falls from the sky. It'll dry out, right? Oh, yeah. Eventually. It'll be windy. That wind will dry it out. And then the wind will stop. And then it'll start raining again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think Sunset Park, I've talked about this all the time, it's notorious for flooding. We can get a half an inch and it will flood. They finally got it unflooded. Huh. Is that a word? Unflooded? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. And now it's going to rain again. So we'll see. I guess the thing, just pay attention to the weather this weekend. I mean, uh, there is a chance for some heavy rain. No,
1: I haven't heard. No, I haven't looked. But I also haven't heard of any talk of any possible uh, talk of a flood watch or anything like that. Have you? Have you heard anything like no, that? No. No.
0: I, I really haven't. I
1: mean, the we are wet. I mean, the ground is wet. So if we do get a lot, I mean, more than what they were saying on the uh, WPC, I mean, we could have some flooding a little bit. You know, it just—it just, it just hey?
0: seems like it's everything's kind of shifting. It it's kind of more shifting a little bit, and
1: that's fine. You know, whatever. I'm good. Yeah.
0: and and I've said every single time on here, it's like I don't mind getting two inches. I don't want two inches in 15 minutes. <laughs> I want it spread I just out. A good
1: storm with some lightning and thunder. You know, yeah, I, don't, a gentle I don't need storm. the heavy rain. No. I need something pi- picturesque. Put the drone up, get some shots and uh post those on Facebook and 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 that move right on out of here and then we continue on
0: with disc golf. I'm you know ready. I'm, I'm ready for some time lapses. I don't know oh, about you. It's been a while. It has been a lot. I tried the other day, but I forgot to plug it in, remember? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, I yeah. only got fifty-three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I fixed that. I put it right there, so I have to have to plug it in. Yeah, yeah we're getting there. Uh, and next week will be the twenty seventh be the last podcast of March and we'll be getting ready for April. March just zoomed right bomb by there. It really it. did. It, it, yeah. You know, my heater's been running. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pay attention in case, just in case, they'll probably talk if we are gonna flood. Or flooding, they'll probably start talking about it tomorrow, Wednesday. You know, Thursday. Or we'll Thursday check night. out the old AFD and see what they say on the that AFD. I love that, and yeah. we should make that a contest sometime. We'll we'll throw out some weather jargon. Let be, well, have yeah, people look it up. And oh well, okay, never mind. <laughs> we may have some fun things in the offing. Uh, we were kind of talking about it. We'll we'll talk about it some more and try to get it going. So, all right, got anything else to add? Uh I don't think so. Okay. Think well, we talked about it all, didn't we? Uh all up till now. Tomorrow there'll be more. Sure. <laughs> I guess so. Breathe easy and everything. And uh, I think we need to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormed Our Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our post to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to Stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website. We got lots of stuff on there. It's at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.